here we go. <laughs> the Sprista's Goose. <laughs> I don't apocalypse on Shabbos. <laughs> Trump Shabbos. <laughs> I say that doesn't sound like too good of a story for him then. <laughs> yes, it's an 80s film, but it's a quintessential 80s film. That motherfucker gets me excited about science. But yes, I, I do think that this movie requires a couple more views. I have the same cup size as Doc Hawk. <laughs> Give me my sandwich. <laughs> no crusts. Was it an instant classic for you? Uh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moviegoers of all ages, welcome to Don't Be Crazy Podcast. I'm Justin Cavender, and with me as always is Mr. Zachary Rancourt. Here we discuss and dissect what makes a film, past or present, absolutely amazing or just pure rubbish. Today, we are going to have fun with a very festive episode as we jump right into the holiday spirit. Uh, Zach and I are here to discuss our top five favorite Christmas films and why they should quickly be your favorites. Because <laughs> we are all knowing, right? Uh, don't be crazy. Uh, all that we ask of each other is to don't be crazy. Don't be crazy, Zach. Hey, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I am fabulous. I mean, we do have to impose our will on people. Isn't that what a podcast is for? I think so. <laughs> Prepare I, for I, domination. I, right? It's funny because when someone's like, oh, yeah, it's so good. You should see it. I'm like, it is so good. I should go see it. <laughs> I'm listening to the podcast. Like, You're right. Let me do it. It's like you got a, it's like Ray changed your mind. <laughs> she yeah. used her Jedi powers. Yeah. So great. So great to see you. Um, the. That is funny, though, especially with video games. When I listen to a lot of video game podcasts and someone says, oh, this game's so great. So check it out. And it's on Game Pass. You're like, you know what? I have nothing to lose because I have Game Pass. So I'm going to go play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to stop, drop, roll, then, then get up and play that game. <laughs> well, every time I listen to the pixelated podcast there, I, uh, I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. That sounds like a fun game. And then I'm like, they lied to me. Those bastards lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen and I have very different tastes. It's you guys so do, yeah. yeah. It's funny, yeah. Like, Stephen really likes Destiny. I could never get into Destiny. It was never something I could get into. I, and I loved Halo and stuff, but uh, I played Destiny for like a, a month. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like it. <laughs> there you go. Good for <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I got back into it like a couple months ago, but now I'm done. It's like drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like licking my lips and scratching a lot. Jeez, and now satisfied the itch. You need to get some chapstick, man. Yeah, <laughs> um, I am excited. Uh, so holidays are some of my favorite times, and I'm using holidays, uh, but I I specifically mean Christmas time is some of my favorite time times of the year because of all the holiday cheer and um, everything around it. I know, right? Everything (laughs) around it, uh, the holiday hoobity whoopity. But um, I thought this would be a fun episode to do to kind of just talk about our favorites because you and I both like movies and we talked about this last weekend when I was uh, visiting you, but I think it would be cool. So uh, should we just jump right into it? Let's do it. All right. So these are in no particular order, but uh, we have our top five ranked and these are my top five and we will see if Justin agrees with any of them. So wait, wait, real quick. uh, When people give a list that's in no particular order, do you think that that really drives the OCD crowd crazy? Yeah, I don't know. Um, When it's spoken, is it the same as seen when it comes to OCD? That's it. I don't know. I don't either. 
We need a medical expert on here ASAP. <laughs> we need Dr. Oz. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so great and powerful. Or is that a different Oz? <laughs> no, the Dr. Oz from a, there's a TV show or something I like know, that. I know, I know. I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting. acting. Well, well speak of, speaking of uh, when we were saying about movies, how you're like, I need to see this movie every time Dr. Oz. I don't know if he's a thing anymore, but when he was saying like, you need to take raspberry ketones, people are like, I need raspberry ketones. <laughs> and, and every time I'd, I was working in the grocery stores, every time people would come in, they go, oh, yeah, do you have these things Dr. Oz is talking about? I'm like, fried chicken. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got that. <laughs> it just, it's crazy what people believe. So, uh, anywho, uh, so no particular order. Sorry, OCD clan. Uh, but I have Christmas Vacation. Justin, what do you think about Christmas Vacation? I think that is a great choice, and it is also on my list. Even though Chevy Chase is a real fat fucking bitch, and he's mean <laughs> to everybody, um, I, I let that slide because I like the movie so much. Yeah, um, I think it's incredibly quotable, and it's just a classic for me. I watch it. So my old brother-in-law, he used to watch it from... How much Every, older is he than you? <laughs> old as an ex-brother-in-law. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so he'd put it on after Thanksgiving and it would play in the house randomly every day until Christmas. So oh it was it, it was kind of cool. It was just like background noise. But um, to me, nothing says Americana Christmas like the Griswolds family holidays. Um, everything from finding the perfect tree, the struggle in setting up an extravagant light set. Uh, dealing with relatives to the overall chaos that is the holidays. This movie is just superb to me. I think that all the characters are so funny and I laugh every time I think of Uncle Lewis and the blessing and things like that. It's uh, it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I like that. I always say, don't throw me down, clock. <laughs> and is Rusty still in the is Navy? Is Rusty still in the Navy? <laughs> this this I house want is... you to say great. <laughs> she died over 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, I think Christmas Vacation is excellent. Um, I mean, I think that anybody who grew up in that kind of, you know, picket fence house i don't i didn't even really grow up in that lifestyle but everyone can kind of pull aspects of this where you have crazy relatives that you're like oh why do i have to hang out with them but um yeah i think christmas vacation is an all-time classic yeah that's pretty good yeah uh william hickey is the actor that plays uh uncle lewis william hickey yeah he's the blessing (laughs) the blessing (laughs) he's also like the the evil scientist on nightmare for christmas he had some uh, guest That's appearances right. on the show Wings, which he was really, really funny in that. He's just a a real crack up. Oh, okay. He I did not. Away in 1997, he was only 69 years old. No <laughs> man, way. The man looks like he's 200, but uh, he was only 69. Yowza! Maybe it's because all the the stogies that he smoked. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um. All right. Moving on. So, uh, second one: Home Alone. Uh, the original, the original Home Alone. None Ooh, of the remakes. I, I, yeah. so I really like Home Alone 2 as well. I agree. Um, so I, I, I could kind of lump those two together, but yeah, Home Alone's great. Cars are still uh, here. They didn't go to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite line for no dumb reason. Like, when it cuts to his face and he opens up his mouth real big. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard a story because I always felt sad about that. Like, mm-hmm. that's someone's kid that, that they're saying that to. Yeah. And uh, I guess it was 
Do you know the story behind that? Yep. It's like a boy dressed up as a girl. Tell me, tell me the story. I'm not so familiar with it anymore. It, it's it's like um one of the producers or like the set designer or something. Uh, they didn't want to torment a girl by that because imagine you know being that girl and and getting just you know yeah, rare, forever exactly. And uh, so they took a they asked one of the set designer producers sons to do it. And so they put a wig on him and, and that way it was a little bit better, but it's <laughs> yeah. still, you know, I, I still love that part though. I think right. the, a, we live on the most boring street in America or whatever yeah. <laughs> two and D. Yeah. <laughs> a, I'm not that lucky Two. There you go. We, we have smoke detectors. We have smoke detectors. <laughs> and D we live on the most <laughs> boring street in the United States of America. Uh, I quote that movie a lot. Whenever someone's like, oh, can I have some of those? I'm like, someone's going to have to barf it all up because it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I always, <laughs> when someone's like, when I'm buying something and they give me the total, I'll be like, credit card? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you got it. This is Mr. Uh, McAllister, the father. The father. <laughs> well, then, I yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Home Alone 2 is, is very good. And I think we can lump these as Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. Sure. They're both uh, very quotable. Yeah. And a good time. I agree. It has a you special promotion with everybody. You were... <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> Cliff. Oh, jeez. This movie has a special place in my heart. Uh, I just related with Kevin so much. I mean, I had a talk boy when I was, you know, to eight years old or 10 years old or however old he was because talk boys came out during home alone two. And of course I had to have one. It was just a recorder. That's all it was. Was, was it a, a toy made for that movie? And then it yep. became a popular thing. Is that what it was? Yeah. I think it was made in conjunction for it. And then it came out like when the movie came out and people were like, Oh my God, these are awesome. You can record your voice and slow it down. So naturally the first thing I did was this is Kevin McAllister, the father. But uh, it was it was a very interesting toy. I I don't remember where it went. I think it got destroyed or something. So it probably had cancer causing chemicals inside it. Oh, yeah, probably. So this I, I, I related with Kevin, but not in the fact not in the sense that I didn't like my family, but I felt that I would fare very well in a solo situation due to my resourcefulness. I think I could set lots of good booby traps. Uh <laughs> Well, and it's 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 really good. There are good performances from Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, Catherine O'Hara. Is that her name? Yeah, Catherine O'Hara and the late, great John Candy. R.I.P. Oh, my gosh. Devastated when he died. There's only been a handful of celebrity deaths that really hit me hard. And mm-hmm. John Candy was one of them. Brittany Murphy was the other. And Carrie Fisher is probably the third. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sad. I know. That sucks. I was so sad when John Candy passed away. I was like, are you kidding me? I played Trains and Automobiles. It's probably one of my top five favorite movies of all time. It is and, a funny movie. Uh, oh, I love it so much. And I was literally devastated when he passed away. Yeah. He just does. He does a, a very good job of a kind of squeezing into any role because he's he's very funny. But also he was very good at the dramatic side of things, too. Which was mm-hmm. surprising. You wouldn't expect that, but he was he was very good at that. Like in Plain Strains, when he um at the end when he you know, Steve Martin puts it together that he doesn't have a family. And you're oh, just I like, start oh, crying immediately. <laughs> you're just like, Oh my god, why? It's so good. It just goes to show that you need to be nice to everyone because you have no idea what they're going through. Exactly. That's what I, I try to be. I don't know. Even Sometimes. if they're just a real fucking asshole and can't stand them. <laughs> you don't know why they are the way that they are. And it could very well be something like that. Yeah. It's no excuse, but maybe you can have a better understanding. 
Yeah, I've I've definitely been more aware of that as the as the time has gone on. So, God well, bless everyone, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> a ghost, a Christmas ghost. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, so this one is controversial. It's probably going to cause uproar in society. But I think one of my favorite movies is Jingle All the Way. Not many people like that movie. I saw it in the theater, dude. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> the Turbo Man, though. The Turbo Man. <laughs> Do you know, can you name all of Santa's reindeer? Uh, No. So the only reason I can do it is from this movie. And that Dasher, sounds weird. Prancer, Donner. When he's running. When he's ru- <laughs> yeah, when he's running, he goes, yeah, he goes, Dasha, Dancer, Donna, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Blitzen. Dasha, Dancer, Donna, Vixen. <laughs> or oh, shit, I messed up. <laughs> But anyways, he he says it when he's running. And uh, so that's how I remembered them. And uh, yeah, like Sinbad was funny in this. This was like peak Sinbad. I was surprised he wasn't wearing like a sweatsuit or whatever. Like, you know, purple uh, overalls. Yeah. But I mean, this this movie is so funny. It's, you know, I'm an Arnold fanboy. So I think that's kind of what went into it. But I really do appreciate his approach um, in this. And he can be really funny when he wants to. Like Twins was really funny. Oh, yeah. Um, Twins is one of the funniest movies ever, dude. <laughs> yeah. So he, he does. He does a really good job because he plays on his his weakness, which he I don't think I think he knows he's not a great actor, but he still kind of puts it like that. Like he's still giving it a, a very good try the old college try movies under his belt and he, I agree. Can, and he can deliver comedy like when he's in his action movies there's like terminator something where he's supposed to be serious but then he says something funny like terminator 2 for example even yeah. terminator genesis one of the worst movies ever he <laughs> is pretty funny in it mm-hmm. like in terminator 2 when he smiles when he tells yeah, him he's smile. trying really hard <laughs> <laughs> it's like yikes that's a buzz your girlfriend kind of smile i know <laughs> so bad um the the weird thing about this movie though it's it's funny i think it's like very self-aware of the dangers of what some people feel the holidays are which is like consumerism right so his son wants that toy so bad and is basically like you're only a good dad if you get me this present and he, and arnold that's the only thing he wants to get is, is just for his kid so his kid will be happy with him but in reality arnold and his family understand that the true meaning of Christmas is like family and caring and it's not about presence. Um, so I, I, I did really like that aspect. Unfortunately, this movie didn't age very well because if it had come out around this time during like smartphones, it would have been about a 15 minute long movie. It would have been, Hey, I'm going to eBay or, Oh, I'm going to Facebook marketplace. There we go. There it is. That's right. the movie. But maybe it was I, this movie yeah. that inspired e-commerce <laughs> like, can you be better than standing lines long lines just going online and buying your shit but i Did mean you ever... part of the fun is like the like the toy hunting like someone mm-hmm. like in, in my industry um i am surrounded by toy collectors and last night at our christmas party we were identifying what our favorite christmas movies are and one of these one of the gentlemen says jingle all the way because it was something i related to like trying to find that toy and toy hunting mm-hmm. and and it was it's really special to him. And mm-hmm. I think so many people can relate, especially that generation too. you know, my parents had to wait in line for Cabbage Patch dolls and all that other bullshit. And I'm sure anybody that, that had a child in the 90s had to do the whole Tickle Me Elmo thing. Dude, and yeah. uh, that's probably something that inspired uh, this movie uh, was the Tickle Me Elmo, I imagine. Totally. I 100% agree with you. Was there, So in your time. So for me, the 
the Tickle Me Elmo, my parents got me one, and that was like the big present that they had to wait for. Uh, do you recall any presents that your parents had to wait for for a long time or like a really fad item? I don't know, man. My parents were pretty good about um, making me believe that Santa Claus was real because they would miraculously just get me stuff that I wanted without really making a big deal about it. So I don't I don't know. They probably went through uh hell and and back again to get some of these things but damn uh, i couldn't i couldn't tell you i just what whatever i wanted magically appeared under the tree so <laughs> i'm sure that i'm sure that there was some shady back alley dealing to get it selling their souls to the devil yeah <laughs> jesus like, why does my he-man doll speak spanish what's happening right now <laughs> yo soy he-man <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know but they were they were pretty amazing i had the best parents in the whole wide world that's awesome man so but i can tell you i'll have a, a conversation with them i'll ask tell me about what? all the craziness that you had getting my presents what if you asked them that and all of a sudden they just like stopped what they were doing and kind of like slowly looked at you and they're like, you don't want to know or something like that. <laughs> you owe me pretty big, you son of a bitch. We didn't think you'd ever ask this question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, I was, I feel like I was a pretty simple creature. And if I just got whatever He-Man figures or G.I. Joe, then I, I was happy. And oh, play, sets, play sets were a really big deal in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't, you don't really get those much anymore. But like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard of the the show Mask? Where it's like these cars that kind of turn into other vehicles. And they wear mm-hmm. these helmets. Anyway, it's really it's really freaking cool. You should check it out. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Google it. But the uh, their playset was called the Boulder Hill playset. And it was really badass. And it was actually used multiple times uh, for a toy set. Which is kind of cool. Even like the Battle of Mustafar. Um for episode three, they mm-hmm. reused that toy that I had when I was a kid. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's all the same shit. It's so That's funny. Cool. Yeah, it's just repainted to look like a volcano instead of just a dumb, boring Colorado mountain. <laughs> oh, repurposing. I like it. Yeah. yeah, I had I had play sets like that too, kind of. I had um I don't know if you remember Mighty Max, but I had the little Mighty Max sets. Um I definitely had G.I. Joe stuff. Uh, I was big into wrestling, so I had a bunch of WWE toys, WWF at the time, but I had like a ring and then I had, I'd get like ladder matches and stuff. So you get the dumpsters and the breakable tables. Those toys were cool because they came with steroids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was going to say I something else. I used else to lick that, the needles and get in trouble. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, did you have Jingle all the way on your list? Uh, I did not. I had... A Nightmare for Christmas instead. Ooh, I like that one, though. That's a good one. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is I didn't see it when it came out. I saw it like three or four years later, and uh, I watched it all by myself, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> it just really resonated. Like the very beginning with the This is Halloween song, and mm-hmm. I'm not really in the musicals by any stretch of the imagination. Most mm-hmm. Disney movies with songs in them kind of drive me insane. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't do it. I don't, never really liked it. And um, I just think because of how like sort of gothic horror this cartoon or this stop motion animation was, I just I really dug it. And what was really interesting is that. Oh, my gosh, Danny Elfman, he does the voice of Jack Skellington. And as I'm listening to it, I'm like, where do I know this guy from? And it was like, (laughs) and this was like pre-internet, right? And so I'm just like, fuck, I know I know who this voice is. And then. it was 
a sort of a behind the scenes thing that I got to see. It was Danny Elfman. I'm like, oh my god, Ungo Boingo. <laughs> I know the voice. <laughs> I'm like Danny fucking Elfman, Ungo Boingo. Yeah. But it was, the whole movie, when the first time I watched it, I'm like, fuck, I know who this is, and it's driving me insane. But I mean, that was a time when voice actors weren't necessarily A-listers. It was voices that you were familiar with, but it wasn't, you know, Will Smith or or Beyonce or something like that, where where it's the the most highest paid actors in the world getting, you know, voice acting jobs. It was always people that were specialized in voice acting that did that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. That movie always, I don't want to say confused me, but I didn't, I, I never, I guess it confused me. I didn't know if it was a Halloween movie or if it was a Christmas movie. Um, I would say it is a Christmas movie because his whole point is to deliver Christmas. Like he wants to be in charge of Christmas. He wants to be Santa Claus. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, it's Halloween for the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the first, the opening is Halloween, but then once he's, he sort of does a self-reflection, like, why am I doing this? What's this all about? Then he stumbles into Christmas town. And then the entire rest of the movie is him trying to educate his community about Christmas and how special it is. And he gets in over his head and he can't deliver. And one of my favorite parts ever <laughs> is when the little boy pulls out like that shrunken head. <laughs> and oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they just like scream. You know? Oh, man. That is my favorite part of the whole movie. Because like, well, oh, the look. Get? He's just like, um, is this normal? <laughs> is yeah, the look, the look in his face. Yeah. Give <laughs> <laughs> me it gets me every time. I love it so much. Oh, jeez. You know, I was scrolling through my voodoo because I have a bunch of digital copies of movies and I just bought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night. So I like looked on my list and then I noticed I had two other movies. I had The Final Destination and I had A Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm like, what the hell? I don't own these. So I'm wondering how they got on there. But I will probably watch A Nightmare Before Christmas because it's been a while since I've seen it. But it's also on Disney Plus, right? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Okay, cool. Sweet. Good choice. I, I, I dig it. Um, I dig you, and I can't you. even lie about it. Tupac. Uh, I love you like a son, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's just a delightful little movie, and a lot of people uh, mistakenly think that um, Tim Burton directed it, but it was um, Henry Selleck. Yeah, it has that Tim Burton style, and then Tim Burton did um, Corpse Bride, which kind of had that same look. So I think that's why people get it confused, right? For my fourth choice, I put Just Friends. Have you seen that movie? No, I don't do that. Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart. Yeah, I know nope. the movie. I just don't do it. Oh, okay. Oh, so I I love that because I think Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit is hilarious. Like, I grew up, I was a pretty chubby kid, and I didn't know what women were. I was like, what is girls? <laughs> um, so, I, I, uh, I, well, I related. Because they kick you out of the classroom when they go over that whole thing about what happens to your body. I know that's true. We could learn um, a lot in that. In that. Well, in in middle hour. school, they mer- they merged us, or like in sixth grade, they merged us, so we had female and male. We didn't separate. In fifth grade, we separated. In sixth grade, we were we were together. We were as one. Oh. So, so I related well to his character, minus being incredibly good looking. Uh, I strived for a long time to show up and show out at my ten year reunion, like back in two thousand and. Wait, when did I graduate? 2015, I had my 10-year reunion, and I was like, I'm going to show them. I'm going to pretty woman them. But I wasn't teased or anything like that. I just was kind of like, I need redemption. But ultimately, I realized it wasn't something I, I cared about anymore. 
And it was, so I, I, I kind of feel that's how Ryan Reynolds was in this. Cause the whole time he's like, I'm going to show that I'm so rich to her and she's going to be eaten out of it. Cause those are all the types of guys that she that, you know, she dated when we were in high school. And I really liked the chemistry of Amy Smart and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I also really liked Ryan Reynolds with pretty much everybody in this film, like his brother, the mom, uh, the mom is, um, Oh gosh, what's her name? Uh, she is in, I think Klein, something Madeline Klein, maybe uh, she was in airplane. She was this main girl in airplane, but it's just a hilarious lighthearted movie about taking that leap and going beyond just friends. Like if you ever get in the friend zone and you feel something, who cares? Just take the leap. Anything can happen during Christmas. So it's a fun movie, but, uh, what do you have? Um, what do I have? I have gremlins. Ooh, 1984 gremlins. That one scared the shit out of me. When Dude. I was <laughs> so for Christmas one year, I got uh, little gremlin like figures and mm-hmm. I just threw them down screaming and crying. <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> Did you see the movie? Oh my God, I'm going to die. Oh man, my mom and, and my dad wasn't there that Christmas. He, he was out to see. So my mom was trying to give us a nice Christmas and, and I'm just like freaking out over these <laughs> Little gremlin toys. I'm like, Jesus Christ, my mom's trying to murder me. (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to feed me after midnight. (laughs) Oh, man. Can't do that. Um, Uh, Yeah, it was pretty funny. But I absolutely love gremlins. Um, You know, it came out in 1984. And I actually remember seeing this in the theater, which is pretty cool because I would have been four years old. But it just resonated so well with me. I thought it was so cool. Um, I think part of it, too, is that... When you're a young age and there's like a teenager that is the hero, you kind of like look up to him. And so I really mm-hmm. liked Billy. I was like, oh, man, Billy's freaking cool. And um, uh, the mom's like a freaking badass. <laughs> like that one scene where uh, so now they're no longer Mogwai. They got wet and then they <laughs> then they ate after him. And then first first they get wet and Gizmo gets wet. And then they have uh, those little things pop out of him. And then all of a sudden he's got like whatever, nine gremlins or nine, nine Mogwai. And then they eat. After midnight, then they turn into the, the actual gremlins, and then they're terrorizing the mother. She's got like that that uh, chopping knife, and she throws one in the microwave, she throws one in the garbage disposal, oh, and it's like Jesus. playing that song, um, like "Do you see what I see?" Yeah. And uh, it's really creepy, and it's it, honestly it's one of the coolest like horror scenes for me ever, especially since they're puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think that. That it it sold me. I, I haven't watched Gremlins in a really long time, and it might not hold mm. up anymore. But at the time, a a very young Justin Cavender was was terrified of these little guys, <laughs> and even even the the box that Gizmo comes in that he gets from the uh, the Chinese store, uh, mm-hmm. the Chinese store clerk guy. Um, he it has like this this really like sort of creepy box that 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 uh, Gizmo is inside and I love that. You know, I may have to rewatch that because it has been a very long time. It's been a fortnight since I've watched <laughs> since I've watched that. It's been like thirty two <laughs> fortnights for me. <laughs> um yeah it's it that's such an interesting concept though because they totally made this, you know, very, very cute Mogwai and you're like, oh Gizmo's so adorable. And then it's, all of a sudden it turns into this grotesque, horrific creature. Yeah. But it's also really funny too. Like I remember Gremlins being pretty funny, right? It is until uh Phoebe Gates like tells a story about how her dad died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was a night just like this. 
my dad, he <laughs> liked to dress up as Santa Claus. He goes up on the roof, and then we never see him again. And then, wouldn't you know it, the snow thaws, and there's this fucking dead guy in my chimney, and it's my dad. Oh, my God. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> who, who can fit down a chimney? It's a Santa thing. You can't do that. Look at how narrow that hole is. What's the matter with you? <laughs> So I have a question for you. Why do you think that the majority of Christmas films are funny? Uh, I think I think because uh, at the end of the day, people like to have a good time, and laughter is the best thing to do. Okay, because even in like scary-ish movies, you still have a good amount of horror. Like Gremlins is is scary, but it's still pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just to, to relax you. You got a lot of uh, a lot of chemicals floating around in your body, and and Things are happening when you're watching scary stuff, and it's good to have that comic relief. I think that's why they call it yeah. comic relief, right? Yeah. Because you need that break. That makes sense. You can sigh. <laughs> that's the whole point of her story, so you laugh. You're like, what an idiot going down the chimney. That's stupid. <laughs> but it is really weird. It's, it's so strange. Like, all this crazy shit's happening, and she's like, it was a night just like this. Like, large Marge kind of thing. <laughs> Large Marge sent me. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like this. <laughs> oh, I, I forget Love Gremlins, though. It's so good. Two, not so much. I, I hear if I rewatch it, it will it might uh, resonate a little bit with me. I think it, it's one of those ones that that uh, when you accept it for being what it is, then you enjoy it. But mm-hmm. um, I really like the first one. Two super meta, and they use a lot of pop culture references, like Hulk Hogan's in it, and Gizmo dresses up as Rambo and like shoots that paper clip and stuff. Yeah, it's adorable. But yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I like the old lady. Oh, I like the old lady in the in the chair that goes up the stairs. I don't remember that. She's like the mean lady at the bank, and then she goes up. She has like this electronic chair, and mm. she sits on it. But then the gremlins fuck with it, and it shorts out, and then it shoots her up the stairs. She goes flying out the window and dies. Well, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. <laughs> I'm an awful person. Well, it's funny because, you know, she's a terrible human being in this movie. And, then, mm-hmm. you know, you actually cheer when she dies. And that's kind of weird. When Ooh. you think about it, it's like, yeah. man, I am I'm ready to incite a riot because I'm so happy that she died. <laughs> it's so crazy how that happens. I remember at the, have you ever been to Medieval Times? Or are you familiar with it? I, I know what it is. I mean, the only so my kind of thing. yeah yeah cable guy is my my biggest exposure to sure. it. So, Red Knight's going down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> down, down, down. Uh, so <laughs> it, before you go in, you can. Uh, it's basically it's a it's a show where you are are dining and watching knights uh, on horses do fun stuff and like joust and things and it's like a competition. And but before you go in, they have what's called the Museum of Torture, and you can walk through this museum. And you see all these horrible ways that people used to kill each other. Um, like if they were found guilty of something, then they would, you know, be cut in half or, you know, the four horse thing where they grab like all your limbs and pull you apart, stuff like that. And it's hor- it's horrendous. There's one where this guy's upside down and then they have like this two person saw and they start this groin and go down to his face. And it's awful. Ooh. I know, right? Terrible. Uh, but what I was getting at was I'm thinking as I'm watching through this 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 museum of torture and how awful human beings can be and how would anybody do this to another person and then about 20 minutes into the actual show i'm just like murder this guy (laughs) (laughs) and uh 
and it's so funny because I and I caught myself. I, I I literally transformed into this horrible person. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to hurt that guy. Shake that knight's hand. He's your buddy. Be friends. It was kind of strange. It's just like when you're caught up in the moment, you can do some pretty horrible stuff or say some horrible things. No excuse. It's just be cognizant of that sort of thing. <laughs> the mob rule mentality is a real thing. You're a horrible person, Justin. I know. <laughs> the worst. Get on out of here, biscuit. Get on out of here, biscuit. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so uh, what else you got? What else you got? <laughs> Oh, Kevin Green, I've been up since four. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, the tangents we go on. I know, terrible. This is supposed to be a quick and easy episode. Nothing is quick and easy with you, my friend. That is true. Uh, um, All right. So, uh, our fifth and final one. Already? This is going to be great conversation. Die Hard. I put Die Hard on this list. Did you also put Die Hard? Die Hard is on my list, but... I also kind of have it as Die Hard 2 as well, because that's also a Christmas movie. I agree with you. So, uh, may I speak on said film? Yeah, go for it. So, here's the thing. For the longest time, I did not agree that Die Hard should be a Christmas film. Uh, I was like, it's an action movie. There's guns and shooting and C4. And it should not be a Christmas movie. But defining a Christmas movie can get very tricky. So what I did is I sat and I thought about it. And I actually watched it last night. But I sat and I thought about it. And I decided that there is basically... There are basically three things roughly that will classify a film as a Christmas movie. And this is just my list. But I think a Christmas movie is defined by a plot that is focused during the holidays... Uh, there has to be representation of said holiday that advances the plot. So like kind of thrown in there that will help progress something. Um, And then it has to be a film that you can view exclusively during said holiday. So when I use all three of those and I thought about Die Hard, so the plot is focused. The entire film is, is during Christmas. The reason he goes to that uh, place is because it's a Christmas party and everything around, you know, they constantly remind you that it's Christmas. The representation of the holiday advances the plot. He says he gets a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. He has that gun taped to his back because of all the packet packing tape from he found like wrapping paper and stuff. Um, everything kind of advances the plot in this film. And then for me, and this might have just been an accident, but my dad used to put on Die Hard during Christmas time. And I don't really know if he thought it was a Christmas movie, but I always... Uh, relate it to that time of year. And I can only watch Die Hard now f- during Christmas. I never watch it in the summertime or anything. It's always during Christmas. So to me, Die Hard is, yes, a Christmas movie for sure. Very good. What do, what what say you? All that stuff and more. <laughs> okay. Well, and I and I think, I think Die Hard 2, again, in the same thing. I mean, the plot is moved forward because it's Christmas time. The airport is so busy that, you know, that is the biggest reason... Well, that and another other reasons they can't land the planes. But otherwise, if it was like, I don't know, 4th of July or if it was like April 1st, it wouldn't really matter. They'd be like, oh, we'll just land the planes over here. <laughs> right. But yeah, but because they're on the eastern so seaboard busy. and it's super snowy. And then they take control of the the airport. And, and they say that if you try to divert these planes in any way, then we will crash them because they, they have overridden the system. The system is yeah, dead. Yeah. The phones are dead. Every, the whole dead. thing is dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but it is definitely a Christmas movie. The second one as well, because they live in LA now and then they're visiting um, John McClane's in-laws who live in DC. Um, he's getting pulled or he's getting a traffic ticket. He's like, come on, it's Christmas. And they're like, get mm-hmm. off the fucking deck. You're not going to. Doesn't matter. <laughs> this is the city, pal. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, it's really good. I like Die Hard too quite a bit. I think so it's a good movie. And um, oh my god, what is the guy's name? That's like a real jerk, and he was in like William Atherton. Is that his name? A- NYPD Blue. No, no, no. The guy that's uh, what are you talking about? The guy that's from Ghostbusters. He's Walter Peck. Oh yeah, that guy's a prick. Uh, I don't know is his name, like, Atherton, I, I, like William Atherton, or something like that. Something like that. I can look it up really quick. But yeah, continue your. Point. Um, I just like a lot. I like how he plays like a perfect asshole in like everything he does. He is. I know he just has kind of one of those asshole faces. Yeah. Like he's just a, a, a penis face. Uh, I'm not seeing it there. Sport. Yeah, it is William Atherton. Boom! I was right. Thornburg. Oh, Boom. Cool. Uh, but yes, love the Die Hard movies. And uh, to your point about it being in the holiday season, um, in the third one, it is actually the summertime. And the song even opens up with the hot time summer in the city song. Yeah. So I think after, I think one and two are definitely Christmas. Three is not. No. I mean, they're uh, Christmas in the middle five. of summer. They're all sweaty and gross. Yeah. I wonder why they got away from the Christmas thing. I liked, I liked the whole Christmas thing. It, it added the stakes. Oh, yeah. Well, I think because Increased. I think because people go crazy in the New York heat. Yeah, that's true. Hot time, summer in the city. <laughs> 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 that's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's essentially our list. I I think it, it it's nice to think about that. And and I'm gonna go back really quick to my three reasons or things that basically define a Christmas movie. Uh, whenever someone says, well, Harry Potter's a Christmas movie, I say bullshit because I can watch Harry Potter any time of year. And while Christmas is in the film, it is not it does not have all three of these things. Some people associate it with it because they can watch it during the holidays. Like that's people's tradition is they just watch it during Christmas time. But I don't think that the plot is advanced at all by Christmas and it's not focused during that time. So you got to have all three or, or, or you got to get right. And I, I think the family tradition thing plays a big part in people's minds. Like a lot of people watch Absolutely. Star Wars during the holidays or Lord Absolutely. of the Rings. They're just good. Fa- excuse me. Good family movies. Yeah. And, but uh, yeah, I would never associate those as Christmas movies, but I agree with you. Like I always watch Lord of the Rings during, during the holidays. I just put it on as, as random background and end up spending 16 hours watching them. So. I think it would be really sweet if, um, if the Isengard was like decked out like Griswold Christmas house, <laughs> lights all over the goddamn place. It's just a shiny beacon. <laughs> We're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Rad. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you some rapid fire questions and I want you to rapidly answer them. Okay. Uh, you ready? All right. Favorite Christmas candy? Sweet tarts. <laughs> <laughs> the big ones, too. The ones that you can only find in a I know. You mean the antacids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a all year round, but I like it in my stocking. <laughs> Mine are the Reese's trees. Oh, yeah. They have to be the yeah, trees. Yeah. They, they just taste, taste better. That for some too. She likes the thematic Reese's. 
Oh man, I love the trees so much. Favorite song, favorite Christmas song. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. Uh, darling love. That's a good one. And she also has uh Don't Wanna Be Alone on Christmas in Home Alone 2, which that song was written for that movie. Oh, that's nice. That's a little fun fact. The more you the know. More you know. <laughs> the <double man>, <laughs> <laughs> mine is wham last christmas oh, easily goodness. hands down the best one ever favorite gift you ever received you oh thanks a real gift <laughs> <laughs> real treat um i uh, probably a toy i would say like the the castle grayskull or the snake mountain that's pretty good yeah Mine was, I had this RC car because I was really big into RC cars and it was called Python. It oh, had an a RC snake. That'd be pretty. Quick. Yeah, it had a, well, well, it, so, so it was, an, it was a car. It's called Pi- Python and it had a button you press and a, and a Python pops out of the top of it and it would spray water. You could like, it was a squirt gun. So I was used to use it and like go, I'd chase my sister and I'd squirt her with it, but it only had like a six minute battery because you'd have to charge it for like three hours and you'd get maybe six minutes of time. But I took it off some pretty sweet jumps though. (laughs) That was my favorite. I I was freaking out. I was freaking out when I had that. Yeah. Favorite Christmas tradition. I don't think, oh, well, so I don't really have a Christmas tradition, but I will say even at nearly 39 and a half years old, it is impossible for me to fall asleep on Christmas Eve. It's just not something really? I can do. Yeah, I am up all fucking night. I'm so excited for Christmas morning that I just I can't I can't do it. It is so freaking hard. So I would say that as far as traditions go, it would be not being able to sleep on Christmas Eve because I don't really have any like dead set. Oh, we have to do this on Christmas. The only yeah. real tradition that I have is that at Disneyland I have to do. Pirates of the Caribbean before I do Haunted Mansion. <laughs> it's always been that way. They're right next to each other, but yeah. I I think the world would downright explode if I went in reverse order. I just have to go that way. I don't know. It's so weird. But I just, I'm not a man. Um, mine, mine was we would... So on Christmas Eve, we'd put out our milk and cookies or whatever for Santa. Or my dad used to say that Santa really liked little smoky sausages and beer for some reason. So <laughs> so then we would, uh, my sister, my older sister, she had a loft outside in the garage that she lived in. And uh, we would go out there. Us four kids would go out there and we'd sleep up there. We'd watch a Christmas story like all night and we'd get like three hours of sleep because, again, we were also excited. We had an intercom system that, you know, back in the day. And so we'd wake up at like five in the morning or whatever. We'd wait until our mom would be like, all right, you guys can come down. And we just run down in our PJs. And that was the best. Cause you'd look at everything and be like, Oh my God, I got the Simba doll from Lion King. And just, that was cool. So that was, that was my favorite. I try to replicate that, but then I realized I don't have family. So I'm kidding. I know. I just realized I don't have an intercom favorite holiday drink. Monster. <laughs> it's green. <laughs> That doesn't work. I don't, I don't have fine. a holiday drink. I don't drink egg. Nog. That's so weird. I don't want no egg juice going down my. Body. You don't like egg? No, nog? I don't. I don't really? do it. I will not drink it. It's not something oh, that I, like I do. <laughs> I'm better than that. Oh, I love all the nogs. Give me, give me the yule yule nog. <laughs> <laughs> not a log. I don't. I don't have a log. Um, I, I just don't do holiday. I'm so weird. I don't do holiday anything. 
I wouldn't even put really? lights on my house unless I was forced to do it. I'm just wow. I'm just a bah humbug when it comes to that. I I think it's the years in retail that have just mm. sucked the life out of my my uh my little heart when it comes to Christmas. Um I can enjoy the movies and the festivities that are inside, but I can I it's more partaking as opposed to uh instigating. Like I I do yeah. not have this holiday bone where I have to go out and oh my god, it's Thanksgiving time to go out and get a tree and put Christmas lights on the house. I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm not into it. I'm I'm, I'm very yeah. excited for people that are, and I think it's fun decorating the tree. And I'll go get a tree sometime within like 14 days of Christmas. But I I don't need to to pack away all the holiday stuff the more shit you put out the more you gotta pack away <laughs> and i hate that that is true so, that is true i'm like let me, i agree let me just you. uh you know sit in my own house and watch all my christmas movies and be done with it i agree with you that retail has tainted us for, from some of that stuff i definitely hate going to the store during the holidays and i am slowly but surely trying to limit how many presents I'm buying for people because I don't think that that's what Christmas is about, but that's neither here nor there. So cool. My, yeah, my favorite holiday drink I think is, um, uh, hot buttered rum. So I enjoy hot buttered rum a lot with real rum in it. I don't do, I don't do the rum. Last time I drank a bunch of rum, I got naked in a hotel (laughs) at the Hilton in Las Vegas in the bathroom. I was so drunk, Zach, that I had this drink. They had the Star Trek experience, and they had this drink called the Warp Core mm-hmm. Breach. And it was this huge fish bowl, and it came with like four straws, and a bunch of people were supposed to drink in it. And it's like 50 bucks. And all of us got one. And I drank this thing, and I got teleported to another planet. And I just started, I got really hot, and I started taking <laughs> off all my clothes. And like, I, I just go to the bathroom, and I just, I'm just standing there by the sink, just totally naked. And, and Dave comes in, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm, I'm really hot right now. <laughs> and people are just coming and going. They're like, oh, it's Vegas. I don't, I don't really care. But I'm just like straight up naked. Like, dude, it's it's too hot. I can't. I can't. I can't. And it was it was and it was November, mind you. It was pretty great. <laughs> that, that, and, that, and now I don't drink rum anymore. I attribute that. Uh, remind me. Remind me to not give you rum oh, ever. Was <laughs> I was like twenty two. I was like twenty two years old. It's so wow. funny. That was so long ago. Two thousand two. <laughs> what is your most overrated Christmas film? I don't know. I would say one of the classics that I don't watch. Like it's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't watch it, but you think it's yeah, overrated. everyone's always talking about it. It's so wonderful. How come I haven't watched it? I don't know it. I don't like it. <laughs> no, have you ever seen Ren and Stimpy? Where uh, the are you familiar with Ren and Stimpy? Uh, Somewhat, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, really I gross, it and like they do, they focus on like close-ups of like nostrils, so you see like hair and stuff, mm-hmm. and stuff. Anyway, there was this this part where there was this commercial for a gritty kitty cat litter, and there was in a grocery store, and um stimpy had like a microphone and he's like trying to get he's trying to demo this kitty litter and this mr horse comes in and he 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 has him go inside this booth to try out the kitty litter and he he does and then he sniffs the kitty litter and he has this girl's look on his face he's like no sir i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) and 
that's a long story to get to the It's a Wonderful Life, but yeah, no, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, this is a short podcast. Yeah, uh, whatever. We're having fun. So I don't like Elf. I think Elf is highly overrated. Uh, I just don't think it's very funny. And I generally love Will Ferrell. Like, I love Step Brothers. I love Anchorman. But I just felt his humor in this movie was just trivial and it was forced. Um, I feel I feel like this film suffered more from the reputation of it and and like when people appreciate it post fact and when they start quoting the lines. I think that's kind of funny, but I don't think that they um, say it's a good movie based on the on the merits of its quality. It's just not. I, I, I it never resonated with me like it did for some people. I did like James Caan though in it. Yeah, he was funny in Godfather. He dies. Spoiler alert. I know. I know. I just shot up like and he was the da- He was the dad in Mickey Blue Eyes. You're right. He was. Yeah. Fun fact. I bet no one in the world has seen that movie except I like for it me. when he keeps smacking him. It's <laughs> a different movie. Anyway, um, so real quick, I just want to mention a couple of Christmas movies that didn't make this list, but are actually really, really, really good. Some honorable That's mentions. Right. Um, I, I would yeah, say please. Fred Claus. I really like that movie with Vince Vaughn. Uh, Woof. Um, Four Christmases, which also has mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Flip the tube. the tube. I think that movie is hysterical, um, especially when you have uh, a very dynamic family and putting up with them during the holidays is really what it's all about. You know, for, for a mm-hmm. couple of hours, you just have to digest that. Your family's a little bit weird, and you just gotta 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 push through. Being miserable is what the holiday is all about, right? And then um, the holiday, uh, I really like that one with um, Cameron Diaz and the Titanic girl, Jack Black, and <laughs> Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and Jude <laughs> yeah. Law. And they swap they swap houses and wives. And it's Damn. really great. Um, and then lastly, the the Family Stone. I really like that movie a lot. Yeah, that one's actually I, pretty good. It it's is sad. sad. At the end, I just like I lose it when it shows the picture of the mom. I'm like, oh I know. My God, I, can't take it. <laughs> I know. The it's coolest sad. thing about this movie is this dinner scene where they get into this huge argument. Um, it's like Sarah Jessica Parker. She's trying to hammer home a point about how rough it is to raise a child that is uh, gay, and she's saying that you know deep down you probably wish that your son wasn't gay kind of thing and she's like what the hell's the matter with you of course i love my son and i want him to be who he is and and it's really hard to watch <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's so uncomfortable and um it's just one of those things like who the fuck are you to tell me about my family kind of thing and when that happens right so yes you have oh, yeah. your your siblings you know fall in love with somebody they bring them to your house and there's this sort of uneasy. There can be sometimes it's it's love at first sight, and you just love whoever they bring home. And other times, you know, you're kind of pushing the boundaries, trying to trying to get the skinny on who this person really is, and are they right for your family? And um, this is one of those scenes, and it is so hard to watch. Um, but I think the payoff at this movie is is just amazing. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird. It's, it's so good. Love it. It's just a sad Christmas movie as opposed to a happy one. Yeah. I might have to watch that also. And cry. Oh. Is that all you got for Animals? Uh, oh, and then Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is, like I said, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a Thanksgiving movie, but I think it is appropriate to watch during Christmas. 
Yeah, I was just about to say, I think that's a Thanksgiving movie, but I think you're right. It's whatever. It's like so close that it doesn't matter. Um, so we, we took some, or I posted this question on Twitter and on Facebook. And these are some of the responses of what are your top five favorite Christmas movies? Jeff Gabriel says Nestor, the long-eared Christmas donkey is the only movie you need. I heard of it. <laughs> Chris Lott, <laughs> neither have I. Chris Lyle says Die Hard times five. Uh, Aaron Bean says no order, but jingle all the way. The Santa Claus, white Christmas. It's a wonderful life. And Elf. all your favorite movies. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, and you're crazy, fountain. man. Jingle, j- jingle all the way. And the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> Camel Derry Steiner says, Die Hard, It's a Wonderful Life, Nightmare Before Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas, and A Very Murray oh Christmas. God, I can't stand yeah. those fucking Peanuts movies. Any, anything really? Brown, I, li- oh, I, I like them. I hate it. Yeah, hate I it. like them. I don't like Muppets either. Uh, Ain't no Muppets in my movies. <laughs> I, I like the Muppet oh, Christmas. I think that one's Muppet cool. Christmas Carol. Uh, Karen Bartley Clark says a Christmas story, hands down. You know, it'll always have a special place in my heart. It's just not my favorite Christmas movie, but I do. I like how it, it was shot to look like a really old movie. <laughs> it has that charm yeah. to it. Um, and I probably, yeah. I mean, I love the movie. I think it's hilarious. Um, but I think the overkill of showing it for 24 hours is a bit much on the TV, like on, like on TV, yeah. one of those stations, um, always TNT. TNT. Cause I'm TNT. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a bit much. That is what you call too much yeah. of a good thing. And it has diminishing returns. <laughs> Each turn yeah. is diminished. Somebody- some people really like it, though. So. Mm. Annalisa Rivas Camacho says Nightmare Before Xmas, uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus. That one's those are pretty good. The uh, claymation. Oh yeah, ones. yeah. That's uh, it, he's Mr. White Christmas. White he's Christmas. Mr. He's Mr. Snow. Mr. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> he's Mr. Popsicle. Yeah, Mr. Ten Below. Ice Miser or Snow Miser or some shit like that. Snow Miser, and then uh, the Heat Miser oh, was the other one. Hot. Yeah. Oh, um. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. The Muppet Christmas Carol and Miracle on 34th Street, the original oh, one. Yeah, I forgot about that. That one's pretty she good. She gets a house. Do you know? Yeah, she gets I a get, house. I get a couple of fucking uh, gremlin figures, and this girl gets a house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, tomato tomato. Yeah. <laughs> And then on the Twitter there, our buddy FTN Steve says, excluding TV specials, Christmas Vacation, Die Hard, Krampus. Scrooged and the Nightmare Before Christmas. I do like Scrooged. I think that yeah, one's funny. One. It's, it's one of my, really my sister. My and sister's then, favorite line is the bitch hit me with a toaster. <laughs> um, Rob at DigiFluid says Die Hard, The Muppet, Christmas Carol, um, a Carol. No, I'm sorry, a Christmas Carol slash Scrooge. So he really likes a Christmas Carol, a Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, and then his honorable mentions are Christmas Vacation. Um, and he excludes Charlie Brown, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Rudolph because those are TV specials. Eh, I mean, those are pretty good parameters. But yeah, that's that's uh, Rudolph because they go to they kick Rudolph yeah. out. They wouldn't let him play and any reindeer dentist. games. Like, yeah, no one wants no dentist. Um, I know, I forgot his name, but yeah. And then there's like <laughs> uh, then, yeah, 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 silver and gold. <laughs> Um, Sounds like a rap video. And then Je- Jennifer at uh, Banji Langdon says, <laughs> "Die hard, die hard, die hard." 
she That's loves Die Hard. So. I didn't know she partaking. Yeah, she uh, yeah she she follows. Oh, us, so. Thank you for the love um, and support. I just gave you a shout out about the about the bitch hit me with the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, oh, you know what else is a good one? It's Trapped in Paradise with uh, Nicolas Cage and John Lovitz and Dana Carvey. Holy shit, that movie is amazing. I have not seen that in a very, very long time, so I can't tell you anything about so it. So funny. Absolutely. I don't really remember anything. I got to rob a bank. Um, so on Christmas Eve, the this town called in Paradise, it's Paradise, Pennsylvania, and there's a bank in this town that collects money from the community to give back to Main Street and keep it alive kind of thing. And they it doesn't have any security uh, there's no um, alarms, really. It's it's a, It would be a smash and grab job. And so uh, Nicolas Cage, John Lovitz, and Dana Carvey are brothers, and they go and rob the bank, and then they get trapped in paradise because of the snow. Um, and oh. They just can't get out, and then they end up really liking the people there, and it's just an amazing Christmas movie. Forgot mm-hmm. about that one, and I absolutely love it. It nice. was before Nicolas Cage was well. a crazy person. Well, I think we I think we gave a pretty comprehensive list to to everybody out there to watch. Um, I couldn't find any Boxing Day, Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa films, but I'm sure they exist. I just unfortunately couldn't find any, so we stuck with the Christmas there, and it and I think it worked. But yeah, that's all I have, Justin. That's what it. about I'm you? Done. That was fun. I like it. I cannot wait to not go to sleep on Christmas <laughs> Eve. Um, we can yeah, talk to each other all, all the eggnog. I know I could I could send you an intercom and I could have an intercom and we could talk to each other on the intercom or phones. <laughs> Christmas. I'm going to take us home now. Thank you for listening to the Don't Be Crazy podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter at DBCrazyPod, at EdgyArmo, and at ZachDale60, where you can share your thoughts with us, and we will discuss them on our show. We even have a Facebook page, too. Uh, Heck, you can even tell us what movie you think we should watch for our next episode. Just please remember to not be crazy. Thank you for listening. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. Why did I say it? I don't Russian? know. They're German. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <That was> weird. <laughs> You're weird.